It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it's your girl Sunny D, one third of the podcast GFT Radio Show. What up, though? It's your boy Willie Styles from the GFT Radio Show. Just letting you know you can catch us every Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. And get some merch. I got some on right now. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT Radio. Room Full Talk Radio. Join the conversation. Let's have some fun. Holla. What up, though? It's your boy, Willie Styles in the building. Welcome to Grown Folks Talk Radio. That's GFT Radio for short. Uh, Dame, you want to say what up? Oh, you're, you're muted, Dame. <laughs> I think Dame was like on a phone call or something. He was trying to be. Uh, como estas? Hola. What up, though? Hey, hey. Well, yeah, so it's me and Dame in the building tonight. Definitely um, shout outs to Sunny and to Clint. Uh, Sunny had some uh, prior arrangements she needed to, or prior commitments she needed to attend to. And uh, Clint had some other things he had to get taken care of. So he's on hiatus right now. So uh, shout out to both of them. Much love. Uh, Sunny might join us later. We're not sure. We'll see. Hopefully she'll uh, find some time to jump on with us later on tonight. Um, but in the meantime, you are watching GFT Radio Show. Um, I'm going to try something new tonight. I'm going to do a quick introduction promo. If you're watching tonight, you're watching on a Monday, maybe even a Thursday, but tonight is Monday, August the 31st, last day of August. I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy month. It's gone by very fast and um, it's already in. So um, welcome to Monday, August 31st. It's now 10 p.m. on the east and um what is it? 7, 7 p.m. on the West. So welcome, everybody. Um, every Monday we're here, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're not watching us during one of our live shows, you can catch us on demand 24-7 on one of our podcast channels. I'll go through those later. In the meantime, get your merchandise. You saw me earlier. I had on the mask. So we do have masks now. They fit perfectly. Well, they fit mostly for <laughs> most folks. Um, I think we're going to be working on some kids' masks in the future. But right now, we got the adult masks. And then uh, we have T-shirts, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Teespring.com slash store slash GFT radio. So definitely cop some merch. In the meantime, tonight, we're, we got a great show lined up. Uh, hopefully, everybody is having a great night. Uh, if, if you're joining us after watching the Brandy versus Monica battle, uh, I think it may actually be going on still. I think they're up at like 1.3 million viewers concurrently right now. Amazing show going on. Um, it was uh, definitely an epic night so far. Um, but tonight, we got some trending topics. Uh, we want to talk about a bunch of different things. And uh, of course, we're going to uh, talk about the topic of the hour. 
Uh, so it's trending topics, but also our subtitle is Long Live the King. So we will be doing a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Um, I wanted to see if we can get a few more folks watching and then we'll we'll get into that. In the meantime, um, you know, we got a, a couple other things that are going on in the world and um, wanted to uh, touch on real quick. And then we're going to definitely get into this Chadwick Boseman tribute, talk about his impact and everything. Uh, first things first, Dame. So uh, yes. I don't know if you watched the the Monica versus Brandy uh, uh, battle that came on tonight. Uh, did, did you did you get a chance to check that out? My friend called me or texted me before I joined the show, um, saying that Monica dropped a new song. I totally missed it because I forgot about it, even though I saw it this morning. Like I can't wait to watch it because you know life with kids and life in you know in this pandemic is hectic yeah. so i totally forgot then oh, wow. by the time i took by the time i tuned in there are two chairs and nobody was sitting in them oh really <laughs> yeah i'm like what okay let me get rid of you for this show <laughs> oh yeah you must you must you must have either caught the 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 uh what they call it the uh, interlude or the the intermission or something like that or I don't know. Yeah. I think they were still, I think they were still going, but I know they had taken a break or something. I had to end yeah. up rewinding it a little bit because I had missed a couple of parts going to bathroom breaks, checking on the kids, that kind of thing. So I had went and hung out with them while I was watching it. So it's it pretty dope. So uh so I did I did watch some of it. Brandy, Monica, definitely class acts, definitely amazing show. They had, um, like I said, 1.2 million people at one point, one point, either 1.2 or 1.3 million people watching. It was, uh, they were, they weren't both singing the whole time throughout all their songs, but um, Brandy did most of her songs, uh, little bits and pieces, or maybe even like a full verse. Uh, Monica did a couple of her songs here and there. So it was, it was still pretty nice. And, um, you know, just the love the ladies showed each other back and forth. Uh, uh, the respect of the game, their their history, the history that the, the individual history, the combined history, um, you know, the stories, the behind the scenes stories. It was it was it was amazing. It was a great show. Um, definitely, I felt like you know Monica was winning it because Monica had some 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 killer hits that she was breaking down. Brandy was was doing some things too, um, but uh, you know it's funny when you watch these verses because you don't really know who's going to play what. And, and what songs they're gonna pick. And I always feel like, you know, there's always those surprises. And, and this was one where I thought Brandy was just gonna take it away. And Monica really just surprised me, shocked me out the gate uh, with the song selections that she had compared to what Brandy had picked out. What was the last verses that you checked out? You know what? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. Be honest, I'm, I'm being so busy, man. It's like, you know, three kids. Man, I got I got six kids, four god kids, five grandkids, two houses, three cars. Hey, see, I see. You just confirm. You just confirm. You just confirm my jokes about you being on your yachts. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, and you busy. Okay, <laughs> remember how busy you are, Mister. Yes. New, new. Remember, mine is a newborn. Your kids are a teenagers and can self efficient. True, true, true. Teenagers <laughs> and adults. So yeah, my but my grandson, he is so cute. He, I was over there hanging out with him today, walking. You know, trying to walk. He's not walking, walking, but he's trying to walk. 
uh, he uh, is chunky kind of stuff. He's 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 he's, he's funny. He's he's amazing. That, that boy that boy is chunky. I'm like, dude, he, no that's doubt. a linebacker. That's they, he gonna make you uh, money in the future. <laughs> no doubt. If they if no if doubt. they ever gonna if they ever gonna play sports in the next century or so, you know the way this pandemic's working out. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's get down to it, man. I mean, you know, it's been a rough last couple of days for a lot of people and um i think a lot of us um you know share the same sentiment that you know this this uh the, the next subject of our topics of the night um you know that this man had a huge impact on us in the last i mean it's been a short time i mean it's been five six maybe seven years that a lot of us have really followed his career um i think he's he's had amazing, amazing um, uh, outings as an actor, as a director, as a writer, and uh, definitely gone gone way too soon. Um, Chadwick Boseman, you know, definitely class act. Um, Wakanda Forever, known him as our our, our king of Wakanda, the Black Panther. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people, you know, get the impact. They get, they understand what he meant to the, uh, not only just the culture, but what he meant to, to people, um, to children, to 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 people, people of color, to to people around the world. You know what I mean? Um, I think they they definitely get that part of it. Um, so I definitely just wanted to just just discuss the impact he had for us and, and the things that we felt about his performances, his his abilities, things of that nature. Uh, you want to go ahead and get started, Dane? As a for this role particular, Black Panther, it felt like we actually did have a king for uh, Wakanda. You know, even though it was made up fictional country in Africa, the way he carried himself in the in that role made us proud like and the off-screen you didn't hear any off-screen shenanigans from him like from other co-stars like i want to bring up brie larson you see stuff about her being slammed by her co-stars or hated but you know you never heard anything from chadwick boseman you know about his actor acting wild and stuff like that as most people would portray black people as difficult and can't do this and can't do that. You just heard the utmost respect from this guy, you know what I'm saying? And for him to no, uh, leave so soon, because he was yeah. only 43, he's a year older than me. Yeah. And it was, it, you know, stuff like that hits kind of close to home. It's like when we lost Kobe in January, it's like, man, Kobe is a few months younger than me, and he lost his life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's like so. 2020 can just go away right now. It's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2020 <laughs> is not holding back. It's definitely not uh, uh, taking any prisoners. It's it's definitely you know it's 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 a mess in general. I mean it, it's terrible. Uh, so I definitely agree with that. It's like somebody opened up the gates of uh, something and just like you know what, <laughs> let's just unleash everything on mm-hmm. 2020. Right. Even though the, even though the coronavirus started in two thousand nineteen, I mean twenty nineteen, but you know it's just it's like twenty twenty has been the worst decade this year. So, right. so 
it's been the one day, like literally ever man it's, it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah I, I definitely share your share your um sentiment that you know the impact that he had just just from a standpoint of you know as an actor as a um character being that you know playing um james brown playing uh thurgood marshall playing jackie robinson playing t'challa um feeling like he really embodied those roles like he really james, james brown yeah definitely that he did he did <laughs> he did a heck of a james brown for sure yeah you know and you know looking at his abilities as not only an actor but a writer and a director um i believe he wrote um was it the five blood no not the five bloods he he was he was in the five bloods he wrote a uh, message from the king and i believe directed that one as well and you know just looking at the work ethic and his ability to kind of just take charge and just jump in there um i was reading that article that you sent me about uh ryan coogler's uh estimation of 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 who he of what he of what he thought of of chadwick and you know he was talking about his you know doing stunts and and his learning his lines in the same day that he was you know performing or, or doing it for the screen like literally learned his sosa lines like a whole different language learned those lines that day on the spot and, and, and killed it and you know the impact that he had you know um i was watching a, a video i think it was um um ryan davis was talking about that representation you know and he was talking about the fact that you know when he was a kid watching static shock yes the cartoon <laughs> static shock and having that representation impact him beyond what he really realized at the time but he said you know you can you can think about how that is the same thing for kids and young adults watching chadwick boseman play a literal king in the Black Panther movies and the in the, in the uh, uh, Captain America movies and, and, and Avengers, and being able to see that representation and being able to, I mean, and then in, in the Black Panther movie, see all the representation of all of the different actors, actresses, uh, you know, the 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 uh, um, environment, you know, that African environment that they created, uh, which had you know realistic and, and real real life uh, uh, roots in, 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 in reality. So, um, you know, seeing that represented on screen was amazing. And, and you know, um, me, myself, I, I was, when I was younger, I was really into drama, really into, into acting. And so I know how tough it is to be in front of a crowd or in front of an audience, in front of people and you're trying to remember lines and things of that nature, never at the grand scale that he was at, of course, but it, it, you know, just thinking about this, the, the, you know, the psyche that takes to get through that, but to do that over and over again, but to do it so well, you know, I definitely can't say that I was at that level ever and that, you know, did that great. But I just remember um, being able to see the, the, passion in his eyes and the passion in his and his acting um and then just in the things he did off off screen um i wanted to play a video here real quick 
that was produced by um, comic book or, or uh, yeah, comicbook.com. Um, they did a tribute. So I wanted to play that real quick and uh, um, give me one second. I'm going to share the audio. Here we go. All right. We lost a legend on Friday. Chadwick Boseman's life was taken at the age of 43, but we certainly are not going to say that this hero lost any battles. This week's second printing won't be rounding up news which makes us happy and tells us what to keep looking forward to, but a tragedy which is bringing us together as a massive family that we are, the devastating loss of Chadwick Boseman. The actor who most of us here in Comic Book Nation, myself included, will forever identify as our Black Panther was fighting cancer since 2016. His men gave us Captain America Civil War, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame, all while battling and being treated. Not to mention 21 Bridges, Five Bloods, Marshall. He lives a life worth celebrating. We were fortunate enough to share our time on planet with him. Chadwick was going to Children's Hospital, visiting terminally ill kids with cancer, connecting with them, staying in touch, making them smile and feel on top of the world, knowing that he was going through a similar battle himself. Chadwick was from the state of South Carolina, a place very near and dear to my heart personally, and every time I had the true, genuine fortune of being in the same place as this legend, we would poke fun at each other, three fans of different schools from that state, and anyone from the South knows that the college sports are no laughing matter, but with Chadwick, it was always a laugh. It was a gigantic, genuine, enthusiastic, and warm smile, and it was contagious. He made people happy. Yes, Chadwick Boseman is definitely our Black Panther. He's T'Challa. But Chadwick is so much more than just any one character. He is a hero to so many people and so many children who otherwise never had a chance to see themselves on the biggest screen or the biggest titles of all time until he showed that was possible. He represented historical figures like Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall with pride and honor. Chadwick Boseman's excellence in its purest form. And even though he's gone, he will always be a legend and a beautiful figure in our family. As Chadwick once said in character as T'Challa, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. Well, as you step off Chadwick, we will do our best here to honor your legacy, one that is already incredible, important, and inspiring. No, I was just getting started. Rest in power, King. We lost a legend on Friday. Chadwick Boseman. So, yeah, so that was Chadwick Boseman. Like you said, a legend, a king, uh, icon, uh, definitely a man that's made an impact on a lot of people, a lot of lives uh, over the years and uh, definitely gone too soon. Um, his character as Ryan Davis, um, I remember seeing that video too, Ryan Davis played. His character of, of Black Panther, I mean, his description of Static Shock, I don't, I don't agree with him. That, that's his personal choice. I couldn't see myself as Static Shock fan. You know what I'm saying? It was other characters out there, but that was the closest thing we had. Because mm -hmm. for some reason, black people aren't really portrayed as heroes in right. any story. Mm 
in, in mm-hmm. a lot of stories. You know, I just couldn't see myself liking Virgil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like first to name. I mean, I understood. I still watched it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest fan. Like, this is what we got. <laughs> Batman animated. Well, I mean, animated yeah. But that, but that's important. What you just mentioned there, though, right? Is yeah. that there's two things that were happening there. One, we didn't have a lot of options when it came to heroes. See, and yes. we didn't have a lot of options when it came to young or you know adolescent caricatures in the um, on TV or in movies at that time that represented you know. Young black men, or young black, or, or 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 you know, young black boys. Our generation, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that's why he probably connected with that character. I mean, because like you said, there were other there were other options, but not in that regard, right? Right. Um, you know, there were there may have been a few, you know, um, other characters or actors that were doing their thing. But you know, from a standpoint of a kid that was into comics or was into hero uh, uh, centric stories, you know, we didn't have a lot of options at that time. Hey, you notice all the heroes that they had out either had the blue blue eyes, blonde hair syndrome. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the the go to the they the only ones who can save us. <laughs> right. Is is a fair skinned people. So when they had aesthetic shock, I like I. I bought into it, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like the biggest. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest uh, fan of Static Shock, right. you know what I'm saying? But uh, then when they brought out pa- Black Panther, he was he's been out there since what nineteen something. I guess seventy-three or something like that. But he didn't get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't focus on him. It was always Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. For DC, even Green Lantern and Aquaman got got some play. Right. Then there was Tony Stark and the X Men. Sorry, sixty six, nineteen sixty six is when Fantastic Four number fifty two. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and then we had Fantastic Four. We just never had anybody really black. I think the blackest guy that they had was Wolverine. <laughs> right. For 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 us to like. Uh-huh. Now even that was like, man, he's cool. He can cut the cut people, you know. So, you know, for me, it was kind of hard to find a, a superhero I really liked. I like Green Lantern because green was my favorite color. You know, constructs out of powers that was pretty cool. Batman because right. he's a billionaire with no superpowers that had all these gadgets. I'm not right. talking about the animated series Batman. I'm not talking about. Um, Adam West. Yeah, you want to feel like Adam West, Batman? <laughs> Pow, bam, boom. No. <laughs> um, I watched it. It had some it had some redeeming qualities to it. No, no, no. I, you know, it has a no. It did. It did. I, I did like it, but it wasn't like I gotta watch it. Right, right. Now, if you put me in Star Wars, that's a totally different subject. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, we had we had what Lando Calrissian in Star Wars for a hot minute from the really- Black Pimp. Very the sure. black pimp of the galaxy, yes. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, how you doing? <laughs> Who might you be? Don't you, I don't know how like she with me, dude. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> nope. Somebody gotta tell me how to keep Siri from like cutting on every five seconds when I'm not talking to her. <laughs> it's called an install program. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So, um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that we, we, we've, we've improved in terms of diversity and, and not only comics, but also in, uh, television and, and movie representation in the comics and the superhero them, um, you know, I mean, but to your point, I mean, you know, we, we can think of other actors who were big stars in, in, mm-hmm. in that time, you know, um, I, I can't remember exactly how old I was when Static Shock came out, um, but I'm pretty sure at that time there was, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, there was... Uh, if you look up the year, I can tell you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let me see. At that time, there was... Uh, oh, this was two... Yeah, first episode was 2000, so... Yeah, so we had we had tons. We was we we was <laughs> yeah we was we were a little older. <laughs> so yeah, that might have been why you couldn't connect. That might have been why you couldn't connect to Static Shock, because uh, Static Shock was uh, uh, a little bit a little bit after our our you know um, prime time when it comes to 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 cartoon watching and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, we still probably watched them at that time, but not as much as as, as Ryan Davis must have been. At yeah. That that, that's, that's probably why I wasn't feeling them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might have something to do with it. Um, but um, you know, I, like I said, I think I think now we have a bit more options, especially for our kids, for our, for our grandkids, and and those that that need that representation. We definitely have some better options now. Yeah, because yeah, um, we got Rhodey now. Iron Man's um, best friend. <laughs> right, right. They, I mean, they finally even the, you know, even beyond that, we have we have Cyborg, we have uh, uh, the new Batman, we have um, who else? Uh, uh, oh, Miles. Miles. Miles, yeah, Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah, the new Spider Man. Um, you know, there's that was there's, a good movie. Yeah. Oh, Enter the Spider Verse. Yeah, definitely. That a was a good movie. movie. Definitely a great movie. Um, I'm trying to remember what else we were looking at. Um, so, um, oh, yeah. we did have somebody. Will I forgot? You forgot this too. You got me on this cartoon, and you forgot about Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Cops. The, um, what's Cops. the name? The animated series Cops. Yeah. The black guy, the black leader of Cops. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that was wow. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I'll have to find. I don't know if we can find that image. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think the internet could find that image. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, the um, uh, yeah, this just just the just the just the impact. I think alone, you know, uh, of of having that representation is is just important. It's a lot. Yeah, you, you see, a lot of kids are hurt. Not only not only for black and brown people, but for for when when women are represented, you know, for little girls and for women growing up, you know, seeing that representation helps um, yeah. for everybody, you know, because I mean, you know, the majority has always had the uh, hey Brittany, how you doing? Hey Double B. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that, having that representation, it, it's important because it, it makes it uh, easier to see yourself in a bigger light or see yourself doing bigger things. Um, I forgot what thing I was reading it was an article talking about, you know, when you have lack of representation and especially when it's a negative connotation that you're seeing out, you know, on the screen or on, you know, 
in art and in in things that you're watching or things that you're taking in, you um it affects you. You know, psych. You know, your 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 whole psychology gets affected by that. So it's uh it's definitely important to have that representation. You know what? And to the producers and the makers of Black Panther and Civil War when they first introduced Black Panther, they did a great job because I think it was a couple of shows ago when I said. <clears throat> To Victor goes as history. You no, know, history is um, is written by the victors. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of stuff about Africans that's either misrepresentation, um, represented. Can't even say it. Shouldn't, shouldn't have drunk before the show. Um, uh, Half truths. Right. Like you see, you always think about Africa as them being in the wild. Right. No clothes. Hunting for uh your oh, you found it. Okay. <laughs> the uh, internet for, undefeated. Feed it. Uh, I thought you was about to give him that first L. <laughs> you no, know, well, I thought about them hunting cheetahs and hunting their food. Yes, they do have that part of Africa. But then they got other parts of Africa they don't see, like the beautiful cities. So when they did Wakanda and made it even more magical mm-hmm. and more beautiful than what the af- average person would know about Africa. It is, you know, it was like, I've, I love this movie. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Because they finally given us representation to be more positive and not just be the gang-related. And in fact, the first beginning of the sh- uh, movie, when he was in the hood, his son was playing basketball in the hood. Right. We don't have that image, just that image anymore. They're just being good thugs and game bangers. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So I'm getting text messages, so that kind of threw me <laughs> off too. <laughs> oh, okay. No doubt. No doubt. Thought you had more to say. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, I did. Go ahead and, um, and switch over. Um, kind of a duo topic. Uh, we were talking about, um, or not talking about, we were. I was, you know, we've been we've been looking at the whole situation with the 2020 elections, a lot of the situations with um, the the pandemic, and and how are we going to vote? And there's a lot of people who are worried about the postal service <laughs> being affected or affecting their ability to vote, and you know, having that impact us in terms of. Um, you know, having the um, uh, service is just, just, you know, delay the voting, delay, or not even just the voting, but delay, you know, a lot of our, our, our essential information that's being mailed to us, back and forth, things like that. Um, have, you, have you been following that? Yeah. Um, unfortunately... I don't know what's going to happen because the way this world is working, the way this year is working, I, I can't trust anybody right now because the postal guy, the postmaster is like, I don't know anything. Right. No, mailboxes aren't being removed. The way Trump works and the way things are working right now, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Is it going to make voter res- uh, voter what's the word? Restricting voters 
in poverty areas. You know, you know they won't vote one way. They already know this. They said this three years ago mm-hmm. about if Democrats got their way, Republicans Republicans would never be uh would never be in office. Mm-hmm. So they already know they already hip to the te- um tactics. Right. Um, what else did you ask me? I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, no, I was I was just saying, you know, in ge- in general with the whole the whole, so just just with the whole situation, um, you know, it, it, there was the, the, like you said, the impact is it's not just on not just on the tactics that are being used from the political standpoint. Um, like they even mentioned in the save, you know, the UP, USPS petition is that you know it's a danger for millions of Americans. You know, they get their prescriptions through the mail. They may get you know essential you know bills and information through the mail. Um, Money, yeah, getting your checks. <laughs> you know, not everybody gets direct deposit, right? Um, the, um, you know, some of the things though that I think a lot of people are worried about is is the is the absentee ballots because this is a huge election year. A lot of things going on with that. Um, a lot of people have been, I won't say misled, but they they may have misunderstood how they can get their ballots in. If they're voting absentee, you know, mm-hmm. you can drop your ballots off at most county offices or county drop boxes around your area. So there, you don't have to rely on the mail for that. So you don't have to worry about that. If that's not an option, you know, a lot of people are saying put a stamp on your ballot to make it first class. But actually prepaid uh, postage on ballot envelopes is already first class. So you don't have to add another postage to, to, to force the USPS to, to treat it as first class is already going to be treated that way. Um, the uh, issue of the collection boxes, that's been a huge issue because there's been the problem of availability, being able to drop your mail and, and you know, get your mail dropped off. So, you know, for, for citizens who don't have transportation or who don't have uh, uh, post offices near them, I know in, in a few cities that I've been to, there may just be a central post office and just distribution boxes. But if they don't have the boxes, then you have to go to a, a postal uh, office that may be miles and miles away from your home. And, you know, if you don't have transportation, you know, or if you're relying on public transportation, that may become a problem. So I think that's one of those things where, you know, it's dangerous for Americans. Um, the. Um, other big thing, and this is what I was looking for, uh, they were talking about a lot of the uh, changes that were being made, the, the, um, I swear I hate this. Why do you have to dis- subscribe to everything? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like er- everybody wants you to subscribe and to pay them. <laughs> so anyway, the, um, the, the postal, the postal guy was saying that he was going to halt the changes, but then a lot of the employees at a postal service were saying there's a lot of issues, right? And I mean, it just brings up the issue of, you know, worker satisfaction, you know, being able to take care of workers, being able to take care of the people who are taking care of us, you know, that's a big problem. Um, you know, they're uh, like here is talking about some of the stations have so much mail backed up. It's three times more than a the volume they see at Christmas. And that's in Chicago. And you got to think, you know, at, at, in those holiday times, they hire extra people to handle all that mail. And right now they're working, you know, a reduced staff 
or they may be working at just normal levels of staff, but they have this higher level and higher volume of mail. So it's 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 crazy, you know, that they have to go through that. Um, but that's the thing is like, why are you reducing staff during a pandemic? One, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, you know, you want a social distance, but they should have something in place for like. I don't know, mail, extra extra spacing for social distancing. We are sorting mail or trying to get mails the mail out. But then you're making it very hard for everybody to get their mail, the right. bills, the paychecks. You know, I don't know what type of game they're trying to play and what what is their end game besides giving a guy who's pretty much ran this country to the ground. Four more years of it. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing, you know, they're 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 saying that they're purposefully sabotaging the postal service, right? You know, for the for the benefit from a from a uh political benefit, right? You know, that's the biggest thing. And and that's where the biggest the biggest concerns are is you know, they're politicizing and and using their political power to to hamper and 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 dismantle the post office from from the inside. My thing is, everything doesn't need to be politicized. Yeah. Human life, one, should not be politicized. Shouldn't be a political power move. <laughs> no, no, human life is not a political power move. You're not human, or you have little human decency if you put a left or right wing on everything. Right. Especially human life. Oh, I mean, yes, the pandemic is a very horrible thing that's going around. I think if Trump would have still stopped, stopped the um, flights from coming in earlier, as soon as he did, it was still got to us eventually. Oh, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So we've, we've learned so, that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not blaming. I'm not going to blame this total pandemic the way it is on Trump. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, don't use it as a leverage or a crutch to say it's his fault. And don't say, I did the best I can. I did the best job ever. No, you still didn't do a good job of it. No, it's just human decency and just, uh, what's the word? I need to an English dictionary tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're just politicizing everything and it's not right. Right. Right, no doubt. Next week, I'm gonna read the dictionary, guys. I'm sorry, I'll be better better next week. So, uh, next up, I wanted to talk about a a video I saw, and I want to see if I got the video link still. I don't know if it was, uh, all right, I think I'm gonna have to summarize this one because it was a long video. And, uh, actually, you know what? I think I can, I think I can. I might have seen it. Yeah, this was the Jeremy Holloway video where he was talking. To, they were talking about where are all the good men at. No, I didn't see that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, what it was was um, he walked in on a girl talking to her friend on the phone, and they were going back and forth about uh, well, the, her and the girl and, and her friend were talking about um, all the bad men they had ran into and the things that they were going through, and okay. so. 
you know, he walked in on that and he's like, you know, who are you talking to? And she tells him, and she's like, are you talking about the same women who messed up their relationships and now they want to find out where the good men are? And you talk about the ones that cheated on their men and now they want to know where the good men are and they they don't have anything to offer. They want to know where the good men are. And so it was, um, I, you know, I, 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 I was watching it and I was just kind of thinking like from a standpoint as a man and, you know, I. I hope I hope somebody thinks I'm a good man. <laughs> it, it's, it's, well, you were married once, so yeah, why not? Huh? You were married once, so yeah, why not? <laughs> right, right. Once, you know, so you know, uh, somebody thought I was good at one point. <laughs> so it wasn't me, but you know, <laughs> you're right, right. So you know, I was thinking about the the whole issue of how do we feel about the perception that that women are seeking good men and not finding them even though we know that there are good men out there or even though we may even feel like we're good men but you know they're, they 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 seem to feel like there's this huge shortage or that there's no good men out there i want to let everybody know a secret it's not gonna be a secret no more okay. this show didn't get a lot of play or this movie didn't get a lot of play in fact isn't a six dollar bin right now it's called Hitch, which I actually loved. I liked Hitch because in a movie he said, "You, you know, she, uh, what's her name? Um, Eva yeah, Eva. No, they was having an argument toward the end of the movie. Oh, spoiler alert! Um, and he said, "You're tricky women. You no, know, I was treating them to get out their own way, mm-hmm. basically. Because you know, a lot of people, even men." have this perception of women who they want to date or marry eventually in the future, but somehow they can't see past certain aspects of each other, right. say male or female. Mm-hmm. You like, maybe they're too short, too skinny, too big, not big enough, not skinny enough, big butt, big, you know, just whatever, whatever the thing is. Or maybe they act a certain way in public. You no, know, everybody has a different persona when they give off when they're in public or in private. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just see that private. Maybe they see the public side, or they see the private side. And they can't see to get past themselves or past that part of them. Maybe there's more to this person than meets the eye. Right. So, for women, I'm gonna say women now because I'm a male. A lot of people didn't like me growing up. It's hard to say. No, it's hard to believe that one. Right. Um, you know, I found myself to be a good guy. Is just that I had something they didn't see. Fortunately, my wife saw something. I'm like surprised that she liked Emmy. And she uh so I found somebody that actually appreciated me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess so I guess it's about appreciation too, like finding taking time out to find that hidden gem in somebody. Right. To take no, no, because some people are just Quick rush, rush, rush. I want this. I want this. Like, everybody knows that um, they've watching the show long enough, seeing me, hear me talk about my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. One of her biggest flaws were impatience. Like, she wanted what her parents had. Her parents been married over 20, 30 some odd years. Mm. So, and she instantly thought that we were going to have that. No, honey, boo boo. It takes years and work to <laughs> right. know each other to get that. Right. 
And it takes a lot of pain, a lot of heartbreak, a lot sometimes no, not all the time, but sometimes it takes trials and tribulation to see what that person is made of and to see what you like and don't like about that person. Right. Because right. even though if you get you know, say y'all wait until y'all get married to live together mm-hmm. or whatever circumstances y'all have. A lot of things you're not going to see up close when you're dating, living together, because if you're living together, some things are different. You have different perspectives with that person. You don't have that same expectation if you're just living buddies. But say y'all got that piece of paper, y'all married, everything split 50-50 down the line. Things you have different little, you have this, your perception is not as distorted. You can see, you can see right then and there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And, and to your point about time, right? Putting yeah. time in to to get a relationship to a point where it's not perfect, but but better, right? Or or, yeah. or ideal. Um, sometimes you start off and you you have that 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 quick love and that that lust and that um, uh, puppy love and anything else that's going on. And, and then that wears off and then you get into the realistic part of it. But even then, you're still dealing with the beginnings of something, right? The potential right. of something. And then once you get married or if you go long term, then you start to see more of who that person is. They start to see more of who you are. And you also start to develop this cohesion, this this togetherness and, and working together on a relationship. And then seeing where that goes. And like you said, a lot of times people are looking for this this vision or this ideal of something that their grandparents had or something that their um, parents may have had and not realizing or not taking into account the fact that it takes a lot of work to get to that point or it takes time, experience, um, growth, wisdom to get to that point. So but back to the point of you know, like you said, where where the where where the where the good man comments come from is the is like you said it's 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 the timing, uh, not the timing. I'm sorry, it's the um, acceptance or the prep, the preparation, right? Being prepared to take on that good man, or knowing what you want, you know. And sometimes you know, certain people get out there and start dating, not knowing what they want or, or who they are or what their own issues are. You know, they're hurt. They're dating other hurt people. And there's this back and forth that creates a perfect storm for disaster. Um, I think a lot of times people don't take that into account. They usually just say, okay, you know what? This person wasn't good. And it's like, oh, they, they, they may not have been good for you, or they may not have been good at that situation, but they could be a good person for somebody else or in time after they work on their own issues, or if they had enough time to build a cohesive relationship that actually makes sense or that can actually grow and prosper. You know, um, I think I got the video to the point where the guy was talking about, you know, the the his standpoint or his viewpoint. Of of why it doesn't always work out. Let me see if I can share this real quick. Hey, hey what's up, man? Yo, I know a lot of women are going to hate this video, 
Why? Because people hate to take accountability. People hate when that mirror is in front of them and they have to take a long look at themselves. People sleep better at night by saying, hey, you're the problem, I am not. And there are gonna be so many women who watch this video and try to spin it back onto the men. Well, men need to do, well, men, they don't take accountability. And that is the very reason why I made the video. I get thousands and thousands of comments and messages from men saying how, man, I messed up. I need to change. I'm trying to change. How can I fix it? I see so many men admitting to when they're wrong. But I rarely ever see women doing the same. What I do see from women, oh, men ain't this. Men ain't that. Uh, uh, do good men still exist? Uh, what a good men that? Men ain't. I see that all day long. Ladies, when are you going to be honest with yourself? When are you going to tell yourself the truth? One more time. Ladies, when are you going to tell yourself the truth? When are you going to say, hey, I can't find those good men because I friend zoned them? Ooh-wee. When are you going to say that I was accustomed to dating a certain kind of guy, those certain kinds of guys consistently hurt me, now I can't trust all men? Mm-hmm. When are you going to say that I haven't dated all men? When are you going to say that I had that good man and I cheated? When are you going to say that I had that good man, but I pushed him away due to my own issues. When? Ladies, understand something. Men respect you more when you do say something like that. Because what you don't understand is, after all the things you've been through with these men, you still have met some of them. You probably dated some of them. And what they do, they ghosted you. Because the only thing they heard is what the man did to you. You never speak on what you did. Men don't respect it. Some do, but a lot of good men, a lot of good men don't respect when you say you did nothing wrong because you did do something wrong. Tell me, slow down. Give them, give them, give them an example on being honest and how people respect honesty. Ladies, if a man you were dating or you was talking to on the phone, whatever the case was, and he sat there and told you, "Yes, I had a great one." I'll try to post the rest of this in uh, in the. Uh... Uh, bio or in the, in, the, in the show summary, but that he pretty much touched on what I wanted to talk about in terms of um, th- that not only the accountability part, but in terms of the um, uh, like you said, you know, the 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 accepting the the, the being um, trying to remember how he put it, uh, you know, but basically the accountability part, but being ready as well as as accepting who that person really is and like i said before i think that a lot of times people are like trying to create this image or this vision and they're, and they're or or they are they're doing something that's counter to the relationship because they're trying to create something that's just not compatible with their with the relationship they're currently in and so i think that a lot of times that those situations make make them feel bitter or make them feel resentful about the person they're with even though it's not that person's fault they they're not living up to your vision but you're not giving them a chance to give you a a new representation of what something could be um social media has something to blame well i'm not gonna say blame social media um is that person's fault for having that vision of seeing somebody else's relationship on the forefront and wanting that 
Yes, it's nice to like, oh man, they got no, not envy, but just like, oh man, they got a nice crib or they have a nice life. They take some nice pictures. They go on vacations. Yes, I would, would like to have that some days, you know, like I want to have what they have, but not to the point of, why am I stuck with you? I can't even do this no more, <laughs> right. you know, type type deal. It's like, don't um, put your relationship, don't compare your relationship. Everybody has their own struggles. Yeah. Like that might not be their relationship. That might just be pictures. <laughs> they might, True. they True might just that. hate each other. True that. Yeah, I mean, like I was, I was just talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash recently got married. Yep. Uh, and she had been um, in a different, you know, another marriage. She had just got a divorce like a year ago. And, mm -hmm. and my friend was like, "Oh, you know what? That's crazy. She just got out of that divorce. She just got that divorce a year ago." And I'm like, "Well, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't look at when did she get a divorce because you don't know what type of relationship she was in." Yep. Before they got that official divorce, you mm -hmm. know, I was like, it, they could have been married for 10 years, but only together for four, <laughs> you know, yes. you, you don't know what people are going through. Like you say, you don't know what their struggle is just because they're married. Doesn't mean that they're together. Just I like because those air they quotes. have, huh? I like those air quotes. Right. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're married. They don't mean they're together <laughs> just because like you said, you see them representing something in pictures. I mean, quiet as a cap. I've, I've been there, you know, to be honest, I've been there. You know, it was like being in a situation or in a, in a in an event or whatever the case may be. And you're taking pictures and it's like, oh, you know, one big happy family, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, oh, well, you know, some of us. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing. you don't you just don't know, you know, and I mean, to the point where people in, are in a relationship, you know, and don't realize that they're not in a relationship, you know, and, and that they have either lost the person that they're with or that, like you said, you know, they could be in a situation where that person is either disappointed or they're like, you know, why am I with you? And and and, they, and they've already moved on in their head. Yeah. And some people, sometimes relationships are one-sided. You might have a certain perception of like, like this person's not happy. Like say say you're with this person for you love you really truly love them, but they're probably with you for a different reason. They like, why I really can't stand you. Right. They're just there, they're just there passing time until whatever happens or whatever they get out of the relationship. Right. You never know what type of relationship you're in unless you have that heart to heart with somebody or just somebody be truthful with each other, like, I really love you, I tolerate you. Wait, we're not on the same wavelength. Uh, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Well, I only marriage you because you're a trophy wife or a trophy husband. Like that's where a lot of misconceptions come in for a lot of people, especially people who don't have realistic expectations of somebody. Like don't don't look for that uh, the shallow uh, the sh the shallowness of somebody. Like good looks car what are they like on the inside you know what i'm saying because because your looks are going to go away eventually say by accident or age you know what i'm saying yeah. then what do you want what do you have to um, lean on after that uh can you cook do you have a good personality maybe you have a good personality but it doesn't match with the next person y'all just rub each other the wrong way
No doubt. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. I got another question for us. Another question of the night. I can't take you no more. No. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna call. I think I'm gonna call after show early. All right. Welcome to the after show. Um, so definitely having a great show so far. Appreciate Dane for dropping in and, and helping me make this happen tonight. Always. Um, so, so the next question that I have that's come up, this one, I think I got a graphic. I'm a, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to share this real quick so I can read this off verbatim. Hate that I can't like center on just the image. Um, <laughs> I got a lot going on in this this thing. So it says, if your family or relatives were saying stupid stuff about your spouse, would you one, repeat it to your partner and two, don't or or two, don't tell your partner in order to keep the peace? Both. You have family or relatives that are saying stupid stuff about your spouse. What would, what would be your your uh, way of handling that with your family or with your spouse or both? Both. Because it depends okay, on the... Sir, that's a good... Joy just made a good comment earlier about people are not transparent. Indeed. Indeed. What do you mean? No. No. <laughs> 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 uh, for those two questions, it depends on the circumstances of what they're talking about, mm -hmm. the relationship of that person that you're with, if it's your wife, you tell. Man, I don't keep, and, and it depends on what they're talking about. If it's something that's outlandish, sometimes it's just, no, not true. If there's something really wild, like, nah, just, I just leave it alone. But if it's just something that could be detrimental to us, mm -hmm. I'm telling my wife, like, hey, we got to this in a bud. No, I talk to my family, tell my wife. We both nipping in the bud and move on. But if it's your girlfriend, y'all just start talking. I seen her at the club. I seen her stripping. Like, wait, what? Hmm. I'll just keep this to myself until I find out more about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I can see what you mean in terms of situation, uh, and, and in terms of the information that's being passed along. Um, I didn't think about the information that was passed along. The situation, in in my mind, the 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 thought of it being a girlfriend versus a a, a wife, I, I I I definitely see your point because when, when it's your wife, you definitely want them to respect your wife. You definitely want yeah, them, yeah. you definitely want your wife to know who's on her side or who's not. You definitely that's just a, that's a given. Yeah, watching each other's back. Exactly. Y'all there for thick exactly. and exactly watching each other's back. Yeah, I, I and I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I totally feel that that's necessary. Um, because one, you're you're together. That's that's your partner. And 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 I had a, a a person that was telling me about their relationship and the situation that they were in, where the their spouse and their family weren't getting along. And I think the unfortunate part was that. There was two things happening there in that relationship. One was the 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 
one the, the one person that didn't get along with the family was not being protected by the other spouse. So it was like them against the whole family and, and with no protection, no, no buffer, nothing. Then the opposite situation was that the per the person whose family it was, they felt that their spouse was unduly attacking their family for reasons that they should not have been treated badly. So what that told me there was that there's a huge communication problem in terms of how each person saw the, the conflict, right? I mean, right. being right or wrong, if the, if the spouse that was getting, uh, or that was attacking the family and getting attacked, if they felt a certain kind of way, but couldn't either, either couldn't um, voice that or couldn't articulate that issue or was doing this in retaliation and didn't tell their spouse up front, like your family has been doing this to me. So I've been doing this back. This is the retaliation. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like they didn't have good communication between the two of them to be able to understand how their, how this conflict was affecting them up front and throughout it. You know, so I think that a lot of times it's about communication. So I think if you step up that communication up front and say, look, you know, my family feels this way about you or this person in my family feels this way about you, you know, look out for them, you know, be be aware, you know, don't don't have un, undue interactions with them because they're going to either use it against you or they're going to try to, you know, twist it around on you um, and vice versa. If you see that person is doing things or saying things or making comments about your spouse, it's like, hey, shut that down. Like, hey, this is my spouse. This is my, the person I love. This is the person that that is most important to me, you know, because your, your family is as great as your family is. And as much as you love them, you didn't marry your family. You married your spouse <laughs> and you you told God or you made made a, 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 a commitment to God or you made a commitment to that spouse to say, hey, we're a team we're going to do this together and we're going to make you know every every good and bad thing work together so i think that that's an important aspect of it is being able to sit there and say you know what this is this is the person that i love and that i that is in my home that i cherish you, you know don't disrespect them or don't treat them this way or you know keep the name out of their mouth whatever it takes you know to shut that down you know, I think that's important. Facts, especially when it gets to you and they're just saying it directly to you. You can shut it down. Right. Look, this is the person I'm with. Careful what you say. Um, don't do it no more. If I hear it again, it's going to be some problems. Get these hands. It's <laughs> a girlfriend. Yep. If there's a girlfriend, hey, yep. I'm trying to build something. I don't know her that well. I'm trying to get to know her. You know, give, come and cut us a break. Unfortunately, the friend that you're talking about, that's you know with the two sides of the family. That's that's tough. Um, I had another question for that. What about your friends with your your close friends with both partners, male and female, mm -hmm. and they both tell you something about their person, each yeah. other. I've been in that situation where it's like. 
oh, your situation sucks because y'all both talking to me about it. Yeah. And I'm not going, I'm not going to uh, misuse that information or use both information for y'all to, you know, like what your wife said. Right. You know, your wife said, well, your husband said this. What? I don't want to be that guy in the middle causing more friction. So I right. just keep it to myself. Like, well, maybe you need to see it from this angle and see where he's coming from. Maybe they can come together and with the help I'm trying to give them without actually giving them the help. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, 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 like you said, I've been, you know, I've been in those situations just because no. those people talk to me <laughs> about everything. Um, it's probably the reason I'm on this show now, you know, because I'm so used to people <laughs> always talking to me about their problems, their issues, things like that. And um, so, like you said, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't like to be the person in the middle, but also don't, want to um tip the scales so mm-hmm. to speak, right um I, I was in a situation once where the um the couple was um basically on the verge of, of breaking up and um i tried my best you know uh i took the stance of you know how how do i how do i affect progress in their relationship like you said without without one using information from one against the other, which was hard because, you know, it, when you talk to one person and, and they know certain information and you can't do anything other than throw your hands up, you know, so it's like you, you go through that. But then the other thing is, is that, like you said, you sometimes have to be like, look, I'm seeing it from this angle and this is what I think y'all should do. Or I'm seeing it from this angle and this is how I think y'all should approach this, you know, um, unfortunately, it got to the point where it was just like, I was just like, I, I think I, I think y'all made made a decision or made a choice that this is not going to work. So, you know, when people get to that point, there's really not a lot you can do. But in terms of, you know, but wish them luck, pray for them and, and then, you know, uh, uh, send them on their way. But in terms of how, like you say, how you how you work with that. Um, like you say, I, I agree that you have to be conscious of the information that you're holding, but also make it real to them that this is something that they just may not be communicating well on and that they may not be seeing it from each other's angle or each other's side, that they may feel um, slighted or they may feel you know, hatred or anger or it may be a situation that may be causing a lot of the friction but you know they may not realize that they're just seeing it from two different angles so i you know i do like to be like look what what about this what what if he's seeing it from this or what if she's seeing it from that you know and then seeing if that kind of helps them gain clarity mm-hmm. for each other's point of view no i will use the information and like all right he's feeling this way because xyz that she does and she's feeling this way because of ABC that he does. I use information to help him out, like maybe see it from their angle. All right, have you talked to this person about it? Right. And this is the actual conversation I had with somebody. She said that he didn't do this. She told him multiple times that and he just won't refuse to listen. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him and he said, well, he did it because of this. Like, have you explained it to her? And, you know, he made steps without her 
consent. Okay. Life life altering decisions without her consent, or at least discussing it with her. I'm like, well, maybe you should have did that and X Y Z. You know, I try to use information for good, not not to not to make their lives even harder. Like, may you know, keep them keep them keep them together as long as I can. If I can't help, you know, right, right, but no but if if I give you information and you don't use it, that's that's between you, God, and your your spouse. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly, and, and and I mean, sometimes you know that's the thing too. Is like if you're coming to me, realize that I, I'm 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 going to try my best to. To be a third party, but also to 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 try to be a help, you know, and be like, look, yeah. don't you want to be that? Don't 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 vent to me, and then you know, this is this is just something that you just want to be over and done with, you know. Realize, yeah, that this, yeah I'm not gonna flame help here, you know. They're, they're I'm not gonna fan the flames either. Like, girl, he did that. If I was <laughs> good, I'll leave him. If you oh, did no, this, I'm I'm, 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 <laughs> fucking flames. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't have I don't have access to say Willie Styles comments to reflect Willie Styles comments does not reflect GFT radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Sonny. You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no doubt. I you know I definitely yeah, you're right. I mean you don't want to you don't want to fan the flames. You don't want to be like you said that person that's that's like, oh yeah, you 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 should do this and you should do that and be a negative aspect to it um you know i definitely uh i mean I, I i try my best not to get in the middle of a lot of a lot of people's stuff anyway you know people come to me but i'll be like okay i'll listen I, i'm i'm good for just listening um but if it's somebody i really care about i will try to step in and 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 try to help out and see you know what can be um what can be said what can be done to improve that communication um so I that think, and, you know that and some people just need a sounding board and some people just need to vent or yeah, they will explode exactly. and sometimes yeah. you just sometimes you just need to be there all right do you need first i ask them do you need me to respond to you to what you just said or do you just need to vent i just need to vent go right ahead exactly. and sometimes that's the easy that's the easiest thing sometimes just just to know that you need somebody, they just need to have somebody listen to. They already know what they want to do. They just venting to make it sound more. Sometimes talking out loud makes it more clear mm-hmm. to what you really want to go through, like what your decision is. Like, wait, now that I said it out loud, I sound like a jerk. <laughs> right. I've actually had to do that. I actually been into somebody like, you know what? Kind of changed my mind talking to you now after I just said that last part. Um, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Right. But yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um let me see. Did I have another one? I think I have another one. Come on, it's it's, it's not a slow news cycle week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you got plenty. I don't want to talk about the news the whole time, you know what I'm saying? People sure people don't want to hear about more news than they already been pulled, you know, being pulled into. Um oh yeah, this is a good one. Oh, I got one. <laughs> What's that? Go ahead. The NBA. The NBA. You know, I don't know nothing about the NBA. Protest, shooting the black people. You don't want to hear about that no more. No, that's so man. 2019. That's, that's so. That's so 19. <laughs> that's so 
Well, I guess I do want to know your position on so so you know after they um um uh, heard about the Jacob was Blake name? was it Jacob Blake Jacob Blake shooting they they shut down the, the Wednesday games mm-hmm. and uh, also that caused other sports to shut down as well so mm-hmm. NBA I think was completely shut down the vast majority of baseball games were shut down MLS sports most of those games were shut not most I think WNBA WNBA they they shut their games down that day. So there was a lot of different sports that pretty much came to heart that Wednesday. Um, they they started talking about what's the possibility of them shutting down completely with the NBA. And there was some kind of vote where one of the teams or two of the teams said they weren't going to play the rest of the season, the rest of the playoffs. Um, what was your thoughts on the possibility that they would actually um, halt the entire season because of the protests and the social unrest and things of that nature. What, what, what was your thoughts on that? Be honest, I actually didn't care. <laughs> because this is going to continue regardless until it's not just political. It's not just from the heads up. He makes it for them. He makes it better for them to have a voice. No, he think, makes them feel comfortable you know, being racist because you know, until yeah, but because you know, a lot of stuff really didn't come out. We knew everybody, you know, a lot of people are racist, but until Obama got in office, you really didn't see a lot of this, and not a lot of it. People are just openly just hatred, you know, just hateful, right? Um, so you still want to see police shootings until a lot of reforms, not training. A lot of people just come out the woodworks. You don't see secret pe- people who are secretively racist just to keep their job, just stay in a position that they're in to do what they're doing now, mm-hmm. not for the good. So they make a point. Like mm-hmm. we're not, we're tired of it. We're, right. um, we're we're tired of the killings. I mean, I know they kept saying that. Racism hasn't gotten worse. It's just being filmed. It's just being televised, yeah. But at this point, I can't tell. Because it's just more blatant for our generation. Um, somebody posted a, a meme and it said, uh, we're the ancestors, act accordingly. And it, it hit me in two different ways, or three different ways, really. But it hit me in two different ways. I thought about it from the standpoint of civil rights movement you know we see we've seen more protesting and activism in the last three to five years than we've seen in our whole lifetime and uh our, our lifetime our, our 30 35 to 40 years um don't tell my age no more <laughs> <laughs> so i think that you know thinking thinking about it from that standpoint it makes sense that for us, it feels like it's gotten worse because we haven't seen racism or the remnants of racism this blatant in our lifetime either. That's that's true. You know, when I was, uh, how old was I, 17? I think it was 17. Me and uh, a friend of mine went to um, 
the outlets in, up in upper, uh, not upper Michigan, but in, in mid Michigan and uh, Birch Run. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And we, and we got um, pulled, we got pulled out of dressing rooms for being basically for being black. I mean, we, we, we went there, he had money. We, we were trying on clothes. I literally had an attendant helping me purchase some clothes or not purchase, but, you know, try on some clothes so I could purchase them. And, um, I went into the into the dressing room with a couple of outfits to try on, and then you know I'm getting a knock on the door from state police or from local police, and you know they basically said we were looking suspicious <laughs> being in the stores, and that we had been, um, uh, or that the the manager had felt that we were suspicious individuals and that you know we needed to be checked so and, and you know at that time i didn't even know how to react like i really literally didn't know how to react i had known about racism had known about being targeted we didn't have a word for it at the time we didn't you know it wasn't called you know shopping while black it wasn't you know there was no yeah no hashtags know, at the time there was no hashtags there were no no colloquialisms for it so it was it was a shock for me being 17 and seeing racism that blatant and in my face, mm-hmm. I, I did wake up during the, the 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 event and and told them like, look, this is this is racist. This is blatant racism. You are targeting me because I'm black and that I'm shopping during a time that you're not comfortable with. You know, at the time, uh, black kids would go to this outlet on a Saturday. All the time. Every Saturday, but I went on a I went on a Saturday, found some things I wanted, went home and was like, you know, I'm going back on Sunday to do my shopping because I wanted to have some time to to, to try on some things, and I had gotten there I think too late on that Saturday, so I felt like I was just you know doing myself a favor of 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 having a little bit more more shopping room, a little more time, and I was targeted because they felt that. I was there being a young black male on a day that they weren't used to and a day mm-hmm. they didn't feel that was normal <laughs> or that was, you know, suitable. It was out of character for blacks. Exactly. So <laughs> they, they, you know, and, 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 and it, like I said, at the time it was, it was one of those things where it almost felt like a slap in the face. And like I said, it, it's something that, we didn't see we saw it from here and there but it was very very low key you go into a store and they watch you while you walk around you go into a different store and they tell you to hurry up and buy you know that kind of thing and you know that kind of thing you you just you you kind of get used to because you you see it all the time as a little kid all the way up through you know to your teenager but when it's so blatant they're literally calling the police on you um it's 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 sad, you know. But nowadays, you know, we're seeing it with the police, we're seeing it with stores, we're seeing it with regular people, we're seeing it with you know our our our, our uh, political figures, we're seeing it with uh, people in higher office. It's it's blatant and it's in your face, and it's more than we've really had to deal with in twenty maybe thirty years. So and, and it's and it's social media is social media. It doesn't help because you see all these people who are behind the keyboard warriors saying, 
saying the most ignorant, stupid stuff that I can ever fathom. Like, if you disobey the law, you don't get shot. Oh, those people, yeah, that, is, yeah. that is my favorite one to hate because it's like yeah. when we obey the law, do what everybody says, you sometimes still you still get shot, exactly. choked, exactly. hung, chased, beaten, jailed, burned. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, yeah so, basically, basically, all of that. Every yeah, you, in fact, sometimes we're not even doing nothing, just playing with a toy gun in the park. Yeah. You get shot. Um, my man was just going to his car, and they always um, – I'm about to go. D.L. Hughley said this. They have to kill you twice when they do kill you. Mm-hmm. First they kill you. Oh, we just killed another black person. We got caught. Well, what does this person act like? What kind of record does he have? They have right. to kill your reputation as well. They like mm-hmm. they had reason to kill you because you were a bad guy in your past. Right. But when it comes to other people that shoot up churches, shoot up people on the street with an AK-47, walking down the street from a different state. Right. Well, he was coming from a different state. Or let's take him to Burger King. He seems hungry. Let's get this guy a drink. We don't you know black people and brown people don't get that same treatment. It's you no know, guilty by association, kill them, judge, jury, execution. Exactly. Which is which is like I was I saw a meme or or yeah, a posting where somebody said, you know, it's also we also don't play the police to, to murder criminals either. <laughs> like it's it's not in their job description to murder no. criminals either, you know. No, they they got you're restraint to, for something. You're supposed to be guilty until proven. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, not guilty and then killed. You know, without without cause, without without trial and without um, you know, and, and without repercussions. There is video evidence of them taking people into custody with no problems, no altercations. They have the restraint. It's just something about that black skin. They just got to get all extra. They got to go to 1 to 100 within 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, real quick. No doubt. So, yeah. All right. Last question of the night. Yeah. Last question of the night. All right. We, I've been married. You are married. You were married twice. We've dated, we dated different women throughout our I time. Hope, I hope so. I want to know your leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> and and so here's the question here's the question could you get married after only two weeks of dating I ain't gonna explain myself for that no <laughs> no how do you know somebody you can't know you what if you fell head over heels after after first meeting her like like what they call it love at first sight you don't believe in love at first sight Yes, I've actually had that. That mean, you know what? For stuff like that, that means you, you know what? Me, you just gonna be exclusive right off the bat. Me, you just had to hit it off. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna see nobody else but you right now because you just. I've had that type of relationship with a couple of people, but to get married, that's a lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're putting your best foot forward when you first meet somebody. They're not gonna know about you being gassy. <laughs> talk, drool, talking your sleep. <laughs> they don't know about your your 
your uh, web browser history right now. You know, they don't know about your Pornhub <laughs> search. <laughs> that's, that's that's neither here or there. Um, so, <laughs> uh, oh, that's the Pornhub yeah. search for me. <laughs> uh, so, no, it's no, they don't know about a lot of. So Jasper said, "Absolutely." <laughs> For everybody, you, you that is my wife. Jasper, is... you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have married this guy. You wouldn't have married this guy over here after two weeks. <laughs> Don't answer that, Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> I think the baby's crying at the moment. <laughs> right, right. Put the phone down. Right. So <laughs> no, but you don't know anybody by in two weeks. Yeah. You're putting your best mask on. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, about to you're, say what, what does Shan always say? Shan always says they they still got a mask on. Uh, uh, shoot, even after six months, <laughs> let alone two weeks. Dude, I'm still wearing a mask in front of Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to put my best foot forward. <laughs> right. Get right. off the get off internet. So, <laughs> no, but I'm still trying to put my best foot forward for my wife. You know, I'm not being uh, what's the word. I'm transparent, but I'm still nice. I try to be respectful to her. You know, I'm, I'm reading all these posts, so so <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm just, you know, like our friends asked us, uh, "Do you uh, do you go in the bathroom when your wife is in the bathroom? Like, are y'all going to the bathroom when y'all both using it? Like, no." Something, some lines oh, I just don't know. You don't? Oh, no. Y'all ain't really married. Ain't, I, see, I, see, see, I told you that mask. Some, <laughs> some, 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 some lines I just don't know. You, you ain't officially married to your wife, done, done smell your, your crap. <laughs> some lines I just don't want to cross. <laughs> right, right. Or you don't like, walk like, in, or you don't walk in while she was, while she was on the, on the toilet so you can go brush your teeth. <laughs> Because you're running no. late from work, you got to hurry up and and, and and throw your deodorant on and be out. That's why we have multiple bathrooms. Her kids while she on the commode and everything. No, I do. I do. I am realistic. Like, say something happens to one of us, and we have to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But right now, I'm in sound mind, body, and spirit, where I don't have to do this. Okay. I'm not. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. I think that, you know, two weeks is definitely too soon, um, you know, just because she said y'all been married seven years and still getting to know each other. And that's real talk, though. That's real talk, because a lot of times people don't realize there's a lot that you don't discuss, not not because you're hiding anything, not because you're not being situational. It doesn't come up. Situational. Situational. You know, there's opinions. Like the the benefit that that people get from right now watching me on this show is that they see me talk about a lot of things. They hear my opinions on a lot of things. They see my reactions to a lot of things. They know my standpoint on a lot of issues. So they have a one up, right? You know, if I dated somebody based on them seeing me on this show, they would have such a huge advantage over any you know anybody else right but right. you don't get that when you're dating you don't get to hear a person's uh, opinions or their viewpoints on things like that you don't not everybody's running a podcast that talks about just about any topic in any situation and are able to give up 
a lot of that that you know hidden information stuff that like you said just is situational it doesn't come up so um it's things that i mean i i, I won't say that after you know eight or nine years when i was with my ex that i was still learning a bunch of stuff but there were still certain things that might pop up and i might be like dang like i didn't know that or you know wow you know this changed you know because it's not even not even just learning new things it's learning things that change over time because and, sometimes and, our viewpoints change on certain things and, and, and you're growing as a couple together exactly so exactly. so a lot of things do change like for taste mm -hmm. like you like no i used to like this until such and such happened so <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, situational things happen. Like, like I used to like this. I used to didn't like this until I got with you. <laughs> like, just it's just the way it is. I used to like big butts and a smile, but now, nah, babe, not no more. I'm good. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that you know we we also but we also can't put a time limit on or a timeline on love, on relationship status, you know, because everybody has their own time that they feel that they've learned about a person. Um, like I was, I was telling somebody, I was like, you know, when I was with my first wife, I felt like after about six months of dating that I was ready to be married to her. Like I was, like I was that confident that we were a great couple and that we could, can I interject with that one? What's that? You were neighbors and knew each other for the longest before that. So, well, and, you know, that's the thing. I, I, I felt like I needed to take a step back and look at things from a different standpoint. Like initially, when we first got together, like initially, I was like gung ho. Like this is this is it. This is the relationship. Like this is the one. But then I was like a, a couple weeks in, like a couple weeks in, I was like, you know what? This is not what we had as friends. This is something different. It's not the same. It's not. It's not a continuation. It's a accompaniment, but it's not a continuation. Is not the same. So that relationship that I had built with her, being friends for how forever, long? almost forever. ten years. I think Ooh. we were friends for almost ten years. Like how old was the? The twins or uh, Sydney. Sydney was like Sydney was three, four. No, she was like seven, I think. So you're talking seven years at least of being friends, and um, and then <laughs> I think she might have been answering that other question. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Yeah, but um, we were we were friends for seven years, mm -hmm. and uh, we ended up, you know, dating. And like I said, a couple of weeks in, I realized like this is not the friendship. This is not what we were building as friends. We were building something different. So I did take a step back and realize that I needed to work on us as a couple, as an actual you know relationship, and. Yeah, definitely, definitely a different intimacy level. Definitely a different everything level. I mean, everything is it, it changes. You know, the 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 bond that you create as friends is makes the relationship better, but the relationship itself still has a stand on its own. 
still has to be its own entity, its own thing. So I always recommend to people be friends with whoever you are going to, you know, fall in love with, but don't think that that it's going to be that much easier just because y'all were friends. <laughs> you mean? That's that's I true. Through it all with that one, but um, but like I said, after six months though of of dating and and getting to know each other from an intimate you know standpoint, it was um at that point that I knew I wanted to marry her. Uh, we got engaged, got married, blah 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 blah. So I think that six months for some people may not be enough. Some some people may need a year. Some people may need a couple years. I've seen people take ten years to decide to get married, you know, or decide they were that they're ready to get married. You know, everybody has their own timeline. Now, should you wait ten years? I definitely, you know, I'm on the I'm on the side of if you can't if if, if you can't do in six months to two years, if you can't do anything that to, to seal that deal, it ain't worth sealing. Like move on. So- some you know, people are just don't, don't do it in two weeks, but definitely don't wait no ten years for somebody to be like, "I think I'm ready to marry you." Like, bro, really? <laughs> like, and, and, and some people just want that intimacy with to have a girlfriend or boyfriend, and they just want to. They don't want to get married. They just right. forever want to be. They just want to be forever with that person without. Still no, suddenly the commitment. Yeah, yeah, the full commitment, but they want the benefits, but not the. You know the other stuff that goes along with it responsibility of settling down with that person right and what i was going to say too i lost my thought earlier uh trials and tribulation will work in your favor uh, push against you or for you together when things happen within that relationship so things will change you know say somebody lost a job because of injury or whatever your relationship will change for that too for the better or worse you will find out the ugliness or the support you want to get from that spouse or that person you're dating. So you need to know that in two weeks, this is not going to cut it. Right. Mm-hmm. I said that from personal experience. So a lot of times people also don't look at the red flags, right? There's a lot of red flags that come up over time. Um, it can be within weeks. It can be dealt within months. Uh, gaslighters, narcissists, a lot of times they are, um, a lot of times they are, um, what's the word, showing their true colors within weeks or mm-hmm. a couple of months of, of, of you dating. We were, we, we had Chris, uh, Christy Mayo on, uh, Christina Mayo last, on week. last week, and, you know, she was talking about her relationships and her book, um, um, Through Blind Eyes. And in that book, she was talking about, you know, her narcissist husband and, and the gaslighting he was doing, um, but also the, the red flags he was throwing up a couple of months in, you know, um, but then there was like this whole lull of, of, of no issues for, for months. Might have been over a year or so. So sometimes you just got to be on the lookout for those red flags because sometimes they can hide them very well. So. You know, a lot happens in, in a short amount of time, but also sometimes it could just take time for you to realize. Facts. Yeah. So, um, no doubt. So, <laughs> so that's a no for both of us on getting married in two weeks. <laughs> well, it's been a great show, Dame. As usual, you know, we always put it down for the GFT radio show. Appreciate you 
stopping through. And uh, definitely, if anybody didn't get a chance to watch the whole show and you want to listen in on the pre the replay, you can catch us free on demand 24-7 on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Blog Talk Radio. You will hear all the audio from this show. Uh, or come back to Facebook or YouTube and check out the video live stream replay. It's going to be at the same link. So definitely check that out. Get the merchandise. So uh, we got T-shirts, we got sayings on them, different slogans. We got um, hoodies. We have oh, we got masks. Don't forget your mask. Stay masked up. Uh, we have uh, pillows, fanny packs, whatever you need. Teespring.com/store/gftradio, and make sure you check us out on the web www.gftradioshow.com or on your favorite social media sites gft underscore radio on Twitter and on Instagram or at gft radio on Facebook. Make sure you catch Sunny at I am Sunny underscore D on IG, Snapchat, Twitter, or TikTok, or you can visit her at unreservedlyme.com um, to check out her blogs. Uh, I think she's still posting some things over there, just randomly here and there. Check out Clint over at E Trenton Groomy on Twitter, uh, as well as A King's Truth on Snapchat uh, or on his blog, AKingstruth.com. I am Willie Styles. Definitely get at me at Willie Styles on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. I know I keep promising a new TikTok video, I will be posting one very soon. I got a bunch of videos piling up right now. So definitely check me out on TikTok soon. Uh, Willie.Styles. Well, I got some videos already over there too. So go check those out in the meantime. <laughs> check me out at Willie.Styles on Snapchat. Guess what I did this week, Dane? What's up? I posted on Snapchat. This is I where I'll leave you. Crazy. What? Crazy. The... I know. You just... Wait, wait. You're not stalking anymore? You actually I'm not just it. stalking. I, 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 did, I did start stalking a couple of new people. I found a couple people and started stalking them, but I posted some pictures too. So you know, when we they gonna start stalking you now. They gonna start stalking me now. You know, that's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. So definitely check me out on Snapchat. Um, those pictures aren't up right now because they only last twenty four hours. But I might post again. You never know. I mean, wild th wilder things have happened. Um, visit me at stylesradio.com. I've posted a lot on stylesradio.com. From memes to music to articles to tributes to a little bit of everything. Uh, WillieStyles.com or AskWillieStyles.com. I also post a bunch of stuff. I don't really talk about it on here, but it's on my WillieStyles.info. That's where all my links are. Um, so definitely check out AskWillieStyles.com. That was my original website. It's not the original design or the original hosting anymore, but that was the original domain. Uh, AskWillieStyles.com. I still have that. Definitely go check that out and um, get at me. You can check out a lot of my personal posts over there and then uh, WillieStyles.info for all my links. So get at us. All right. Well, definitely thank you all again for checking us out. Rest in peace again to Chadwick Bozeman, Conda Forever. Rest in peace, King. And uh, I think. See you on seven. See you in seven days. Holla. See you, Sonny. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Sunny D, one-third of the podcast, GFT Radio Show. What up, though? It's your boy, Willie Styles from the GFT Radio Show. 
Just letting you know, you can catch us every Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. And to get some merch, I got some on right now. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT radio. Room for Talk Radio. Join the conversation. Let's have some fun. Holla. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.